fake news generators of the world no longer have Sean Spicer to kick around. Meanwhile, the Pokemon Go Fest did not go as well as planned. Plus, Michael Phelps doesn't quite get a win because he didn't quite swim against a shark. Shark Week not off to a swimmingly start as well. So we'll talk about those stories and other great things we had happen all weekend long. This is the Daily Recap Podcast for three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and today is July 24th, 2017. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for this podcast from This is a Conversation. This is a daily recap podcast. And today, because we had a whole weekend, we're actually recapping three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on this Monday. We have plenty of great things to talk about in what turned out to be kind of a more interesting evening on Sunday as opposed to a kind of dull going into the weekend. Although, pretty big news happening to get things started for the weekend, so plenty of great things to talk about as well. And you, of course, helped us figure out which were the biggest stories of the weekend. If so far you're actually just a podcast listener and not an actual participant, it's very simple. Follow us on social media. It's that simple. Go to Twitter and follow TH underscore conversation. Look for This is the Conversation on Facebook, and then also find your way to our main website, thisistheconversation.com, for a way to see all the stories as they're posted as well. Respond to the stories. Just react to them, share them, like them, dislike them, heart them, hate them, whatever. And the more responses you get to, you give to each story, the higher it goes in the rankings. And then, of course, at the end of the week for Saturday, you'll hear the top ten in the weekly Rabble podcast. Uh, today we are sponsored by Coffee for Less. If you want great coffee and you want it for less, they are named perfectly. Go to thisisaconversation.com slash coffee for less for a great deal, plus a chance to win free coffee for a year. Now on to the actual podcast. Right off the bat, Friday morning, the biggest news, essentially the wrap over the weekend, which caused the biggest ripples in politics in America because of the Donald Trump thing, which is a thing at this point, is the resignation of Sean Spicer. If you do not know who Sean Spicer is, you've probably seen the funny depictions of him by Melissa McCarthy on Saturday Night Live. He is the White House deputy, uh, the White House press secretary, and he also held the job of communication director as well, basically being the boss of himself. Donald Trump, over the week, essentially Thursday night, Friday morning, decided to appoint one of his guys, a longtime one of his guys, a guy named Anthony Scaramucci, to be the communications director, essentially taking over the big job from Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer had already said that he was leaving the post in a while. Uh, communications directors and press secretaries float in and out throughout the durations of a presidency. They go through usually three or more within a four-year term. So him leaving is not a big deal. Him being replaced before we left was kind of a big deal because he thought he'd be finding his replacement. And because the boss part of the job was taken over, Sean Spicer decided to go ahead and resign from the actual underling part, the press secretary part. He still will be a part of the administration for a few more weeks, not leaving till somewhere in August, I believe middle August, I believe. But Sean Spicer no longer officially in charge of talking to the press for the White House or for the president and having to recover from all the things that the president says, which make no sense. That job officially going to current deputy, now real, Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders. That job is hers. Now, Scaramucci has an interesting background as being a longtime Trump guy, although he didn't initially jump on the Trump bandwagon as he began his political life. He's even said some things disparaging against Trump in the real world and in digital world in places like Facebook and Twitter. He is now, in full disclosure, 
deleting some past tweets that essentially are against what Trump has said all over the place, but essentially right now, because his job is to his boss. So he is loyal to his boss, unlike what he's supposed to be, which is loyal to the office of the White House and the United States. He's loyal to the man himself. It's not exactly how the oath I gave when I uh, got commissioned into the Air Force sounded, but, you know, these things apparently change. Saturday morning, we saw a report from Dick Van Dyke. A, he's still alive. B, still doing very well. And C, he has finally apologized for one of the worst crimes he's done in history, and that is, quote, most atrocious Cockney accent, unquote, in Mary Poppins. Yes, um, he was the chimney sweep, the guy that walked around with Mary Poppins and the kids in the original movie by uh, Disney uh, with Julie Andrews. And, of course, he played a Cockney man with a really bad, thick uh, British Cockney accent. And he has now apologized many, many years later for putting on the airs and, of course, sounding very horrible and making the Cockney uh, dialect of, of, of British English sound pretty much like a bunch of sound pretty bad just just put it like that in minneapolis a big weekend after we had the story of the police officer who shot the lady who was a bride-to-be not that that's necessarily a big part of the story but it makes it that much more tragic the lady who called 911 because she believed she heard a domestic dispute down the down the road and ended up getting shot by the officer who was checking in on the, the account the police chief of Minneapolis has resigned and has been replaced. The mayor has been asked to resign. She has not replaced herself. Uh, we will see how this thing plays out in the next upcoming batch of days. But we'll see if the unrest, which has been growing in Minneapolis, will start to die down with the new police chief and a little bit of time and hopefully some answers in this thing. There was something called Pokemon Go Fest. If you didn't hear about it, that's because you're one of the many adults who stopped playing Pokemon Go. If you did hear about it and you actually went to Pokemon Go Fest, you found there was a lot less Go in the Fest than there should have been. There were issues with the program where many people couldn't even get the app to work. Uh, so wandering around in mass crowds around one city looking for rare Pokemon, which are coming to Pokemon Go, by the way, uh, was not able to happen. Everyone got their money back because none of the players could get the game to work while at Pokemon Go Fest. Meanwhile, actual uh, goes that required actual going. We had Jordan Spieth, who won the British Open, or the Open Championship, as it's called in golf. Chris Froome, who won the Tour de France over the weekend. And we have Michael Phelps, who won a race and lost a race against some sharks. Except he didn't really swim against sharks. This has been hyped up for weeks. Shark Week was a big thing for Discovery back when everybody just kind of liked sharks for being sharks. But now that you have things like Sharknado... Uh, Discovery had to up its game. So they've gone through and do, done really, really weird, really big things to kind of add production value to this whole thing. Other than just, you know, watching Sharks Eats Chum. You know, you think that would be interesting enough. But no, this year they have retired Olympic swimmer, the most decorated swimmer in uh, medalist in Olympic history. That's Michael Phelps, uh, who is no longer competing against people. So now he wants to race against a shark. Apparently, he was as upset as everybody else that he didn't actually race against the shark. He raced against a simulation. They put Michael Phelps in a pool and let him run, or swim, should say, his laps. Uh, meanwhile, they had a picture of a couple sharks in the pool next to him, and he swam against that. Michael Phelps lost to um, the great white, I believe, but won against another smaller shark. 
Not by that much, though, because um, sharks can go up to around 25 miles per hour at full speed. As Michael Phelps was saying in his pre-interviews, talking up the event, he swims at about six miles an hour at top speed. Now, they did some some things. They gave him a fin, actually, and gave him a way to kind of mimic the shark's movements with his own and, of course, use his own powerful lump swimming motion to go, go into the whole thing. But if you're really looking for Michael Phelps doing a Usain Bolt and looking over at the shark, or not doing what the other guy did against him, looking at him and slowing down. I really want to see him look back and see the shark behind him just kind of kick it. Kick, that was what I was looking for. Didn't happen, as the shark was not actually there. It was all a dream. In fact, after the Michael Phelps saw the, the time that the shark would have done if the shark was actually there, he set off another weird face thing that set off another meme for the Internet for a couple hours. Once they got over the fact that Michael Phelps didn't actually swim against a shark, that was kind of the big, the really big disappointment of the night. But Shark Week is on for Discovery. Check out all the shark stuff going on this week, even if you don't see human versus shark in real motion swimming against each other. And two losses in the world of sports and entertainment for the weekend. First, John Hurd uh, died at the age of 71, I believe. I don't have it here on the notes. Uh, he was a star from Home Alone. He was a dad in Home Alone, and he played a uh, corrupt cop in The Sopranos. A uh, pretty big-time actor. Uh, he died after um, died at home at the age of 71 over the weekend. And Basketball Hall of Famer and former Lakers head coach, that's Minnesota Lakers head coach, John Cunia, he died at the age of 101. Those are the stories we have for today. We expect plenty of big stuff happening around the day. Of course, it's a Monday, so we got plenty of Trump stuff to prepare for, including lots of Jared Kushner saying he didn't collude, even though it seemed like he colluded. Plus, uh, we're going to have more details on the Charlie Guard story, which we've not really covered here in this is the conversation. Uh, that's um, coming up before a big court battle where the parents of a British boy, 11-month-old boy who is fighting for his life, uh, is having issues because they want to bring him to the United States for experimental treatment, and the doctors say they can't move him. This is a story that here in America it sounds a lot like our health care situation and choices being knocked out because of Obamacare, but it's a bit more complicated than that. We'll talk about that tomorrow, uh, definitely. It's already getting a lot of love early on, so we'll talk about this one tomorrow and kind of explain why this is a big deal for us and for them. In the meantime, make sure you are in the conversations, helping us figure out which ones get the most love for tomorrow morning's podcast by following us on social media, TH underscore conversation. Follow us on Facebook by looking for This is the Conversation. And, of course, this is the conversation.com is our main website. If you stop by our website and click on the Sponsors link, you'll see the link for Coffee for Less. Click on that link and you get a great deal on your coffee for even less than the less they have. That's a great deal by using that link. And there's also a chance to win coffee for a year for free. So nothing better than less unless it's, of course, free. Check it out at thisistheconversation.com slash coffee for less. If you want to see more about what I have going on in my other projects, check out jclevenpain.net. It's Monday, so I've had a lot of things drop, including a 10-Minute Life Coach podcast and a Welcome to Your Monday message. Check those out by going to the website and finding those other projects. And, of course, I'm just going to thank you profusely for being you. Thank you for being a friend, a person, a conversationalist, a person who's really into the news and not stuck on the big headlines that 
the mainstream media may get stuck on for days at a time. Thank you for listening and wanting to know about what's going on around the world. Sometimes it's more obscure, sometimes um, just really wacky, but knowing that other things are going on except for other than just the main story. Thank you for all that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing and giving reviews for the podcast. Keep on doing it so more people can hear it and see it and know about it. Send it to a friend. Send it to an enemy. Send it to random people you don't know. That's just always cool. And, of course, be here tomorrow as we wrap up another day. That will be a Monday. and give you another full podcast with some of the best conversations from this conversation. Back